You are now entering the Brightness. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, JTG. Whoa. What? Jason T. Gaffney. I couldn't oh. do it. <laughs> he could not hang. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a I brand, was... so he couldn't let it go like that. I was trying so hard to be cool. It worked out so well for you. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I'm tired, but Why? I'm good. Well, I had a lovely weekend up in Santa Barbara. Well, a day in Santa Barbara celebrating my brother-in-law's birthday. Oh, that's nice. So that was really fun. Yeah. Um, but traveling in general makes me a little tired. And I've been editing my face off. Sure. For the listeners out there who are keeping tabs on the editing process, oh, I made boy. it through scene 17. Great. They so have no idea how long it is, so fine. I'm like 25 minutes in. Okay, cool. And how's it going? Good. Yeah? Are you doing it alone right now? Yeah. Okay. So are you going to bring you bring in another editor later in the process after you have like a rough situation? Yeah, I I what I do is I get the assembly cut mm-hmm. done and as polished as I can get it right. and then I generally go running to my cousin Jack, uh Jack Ravina who is the greatest editor of all. <laughs> yeah. And he looks at what I've done and says, "This is fantastic. Here's how we can make it even better." Yeah. So he makes me feel good, and then he makes it better. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a key part of the process, <laughs> stoking the ego of the of the uh, original editor. Yeah, so that you can get done what you really want. Well, and he's he's good got job, Jack. Great music skills. He's mm-hmm. really smart. He's gonna. I mean, oh no, obviously. He just that that's... tactic alone made me know that about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. So you're you're heavy into it now. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, the well, acting's amazing. You're going to be impressed. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> well, that's cool. Welcome back, then, since you were away for the weekend. Thank you. Yeah. So what else is going on? Anything? I'm glad you asked. Oh, okay. <laughs> we are recording the day before my husband and my anniversary. <gasps> Happy anniversary. Thank you. It's Absolutely. been three years. Oh, my goodness. What? All right. I put a ring on it. Happy anniversary. That was Thank a you. very, very fun wedding. Yes, that yeah. was a good. I, that was that was a good year for weddings. I went to a lot of good weddings that year. Mm-hmm. Went to your wedding. Mm-hmm. Went we to nice my one. good friend Nasha's wedding. Mm-hmm. Went to my wedding. I hope so. Is that right? I remember you there. Yeah. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> well, yeah, that's awesome. Are you doing anything special for your special day? Um, I think we're gonna go out. Mm-hmm. We you we don't know? well. We're still picking up the pieces from filming, so there's a lot of, like, disheveledness. <laughs> totally. totally. We just started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. And we've been kind of binging it. Oh, that now that it's on NBC, you mean? Or uh, oh, you just started it just at the started. beginning. Okay, got Yeah, it. the beginning. And so, like, we're in love with it. Sure. So we may just... It's hilarious. ...get into our underwear and watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Binge, that Which sounds... would be sexy and fun as well. That's the modern third anniversary. Oh, good. Is yeah. streaming. The first is paper. The second is... Money, I don't mm-hmm. know, and then the third. No, the is... first, the first is um, timepieces. The second is cotton, and the third is Netflix and chill. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, so you can get that for each other. That's mm-hmm. good. There'll be a lot of chill. Nice, enjoy that. All Thank right, you. Uh, <laughs> happy anniversary, <laughs> and to you, Matt. 
Uh, you both married up, which is awesome. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, shall we talk about the bright spot? Yes, please. Alrighty. Uh, the bright spot every week, of course, is something we can take from the news this week, and this is the week that Mueller's uh, report has been dropped. And there's a lot going on. There's that, and a lot more that's going on. And I, I don't know where the good is in any of it, but I do know that something else is going on, and we are going to talk about the bright spot this week, which is Adidas. Oh. Okay, I know. I'm coming out of left field at you. That is out of left field. <laughs> All right. But Adidas is, I just learned about this. They've been doing this for, it's a program that's four years old for them. Okay. But I'm just learning about this right now. They're taking plastic beach waste and recycling it into shoes <gasps> and sportswear. I love this. Like football jerseys and stuff. So they are creating lines of shoes and football jerseys and things out of recycled trash. I love this. So that's a thing that can we we can do now as 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 humanity. That's amazing. So I think that that's. I mean, they've already produced more than five million pairs of recycled shoes. That you know they they would be making anyway. It's just reducing the waste, and I'm all about reducing the waste. Yeah, you know. So I it, they make the the plastic into a yarn somehow because of magic. Okay, and that yarn becomes the fabric. That they make the shoes and things out of. Is it Rumpelstiltskin? Basically. Is he coming and helping them? Yeah. With, like, the... They use black gold oil <laughs> in the making of the plastic. And so, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Adidas, Adidas, Adidas. I love it. Do I get wishes now? I love that. Yeah. You know, Adidas is also great because they make really well-fitting pants. Do they? For running and jogging and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like the way that it uh, makes my derriere look. So thank you for that too, Adidas. Well, so Adidas is giving us that precious gift as well. It is a precious gift. I know. So uh, if anybody's interested in, in the first part of the story, <laughs> the Dude. shoes are called uh, Parley Shoes, uh, P-A-R-L-E-Y. And you can find them on Amazon and all sorts of things. So I love it. Uh, that's Adidas, uh, you know, reducing 40 million pounds of plastic waste in the last uh, last couple of years doing these shoes. So I think that that is awesome. I might get myself a new pair of shoes. And thank you, Adidas, for that wonderfulness. Uh, that's the bright spot that I have right now. So shall we talk about what tragedy we're going to talk about? Yes. Okay, you sly dog. What do you got for me this week, Jason T. Gaffney? Swarms. Oh, shit. The Rockies. Okay. Grasshoppers. Okay. Oh, we're talking about the time that swarms of grasshoppers uh, invaded the Rocky Mountains. Close. No. Let that be it. Let me be right. That's right. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about the year of the locusts. Those aren't grasshoppers. Actually, we're going to learn about that. Really? Yes, we are. Well, fine. Teach me. All right. So you see, as Americans moved westward via Mm -hmm. Manifest Destiny and the Homestead Act of 1862 Mm -hmm. to settle farmland, they experienced a particular pest that existed in the Great Plains in epic numbers. The Native Americans. No. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't a pest. The white people were a pest. Oh, right. Right. I flipped it. I'm sorry. I'm white. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I forgot myself for a moment. They experienced locusts. Oh, <laughs> way way worse. Specifically, <laughs> the Rocky Mountain locusts. Okay. Now, it's locusts plural has an s in the end. Right. But do you say the s? Locusts. 
So yeah. you do? Sure. Well, this is going to be fun for your listening ears, audience, because... Because this week it's just going to be locusts. Locusts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, these bugs... <laughs> this is a really good choice for a person with a lisp to Listen, talk about this. It's a great topic. <laughs> <laughs> so You're a hero. Don't I, let it stop you. I'm not saying that I'm a hero for <laughs> having to it. say words. You don't have to say it. Good. I said it. I'm glad that we solved that. <laughs> So, the bugs lived in and about the Rocky Mountain Range area, mm-hmm. right? I would assume. They would make babies or eggs with each other in the hot, dry areas around the mountain range. Okay. So, like, they fuck a lot, and then they stick the eggs in the dirt, and it's dry, and then the eggs are like, awesome, I'm a baby. Listen, I'm not an entomologist. I don't know how it works, but it works, apparently. It works. So it's babies. Works too well, probably. Well, they really did thrive in this area because of the fact that even in droughts, the prairie plants had enough sustenance for them. Okay. So, like, the the prairie plants were like, we grow fast when water happens. And then the bugs are like, ooh, Mm -hmm. it's a drought. And the plants are like, don't worry, I'm still really tall because I'm a plant. And then they ate them. Fascinating. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a weird party going on i'm gonna write a play for like schools it's gonna be it's gonna be a skit at best (laughs) (laughs) if that's the dialogue (laughs) i I don't i don't think we're gonna make it to act three i'm winning a tony (laughs) so each locust is about one and a quarter to one and a half inches big just to give you an idea of how big they are like these are the adults yeah it feels big it's big Oh, and a fun fact, mm-hmm. as we talked earlier, locusts are actually grasshoppers. Okay, but, you say that, but I don't know if that's true. But when they swarm together, they get to be called locusts. You're kidding. Yeah. So a swarm of grasshoppers is locusts. You're kidding. It's not a separate thing? No. That can't... They're regular grasshoppers? They're just grasshoppers. That can't be true. It's true. I'm calling bullshit on that. Well, Google it. I... I've no, read a I lot of articles kind of about time. this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to say that that's true then. Good. You're telling me so. So, <laughs> so our story takes place mostly in the Great Plains, not the Rocky Mountains. Oh, shocking! I know, right? It is shocking. It came out of left field. The states that are going to be affected in particular were the Dakotas, Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, Iowa, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Only those? Only those. Okay. Basically, a lot of our Dust Bowl friends. The flyovers. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Now, as I mentioned earlier, locusts were not news to people. Like, they had experienced them before. Mm -hmm. From HistoryNet.com, quote, Locusts had also repeatedly hit eastern farms, ravaging, for example, Maine in 1743 and 1756, and Vermont in 1797 to 98. And there were a whole other bunch of places as well that, like, so people knew about them. Okay. They're, They're like... They know that locusts exist. They didn't know, apparently, that they were grasshoppers, though, did they? Well, Because yeah. nobody told me. Okay. Just because you don't know bugs doesn't mean they didn't know bugs. I don't know bugs. I'm re-examining so much of my life <laughs> so right now. So much of your life. All the plagues. The plague of locusts? Yeah. In the Nile and stuff? It's that a plague of grasshoppers? grasshoppers. Yeah. It's not nearly as threatening. Well, we've been Sounding. there. Okay. So basically, locusts are a thing here, right? Sure. And people knew about it. They didn't like it. But, like, no one had any reason <laughs> to be worried about it. Why would they like it? I don't know. Okay. Like, a swarm of locusts. Why would ooh, they like it? Here comes the locust. And they just walk outside and they're like, take me, locust. That's really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> so those with a grasshopper fetish 
Loved it. Yes. I think anybody who wanted to grow food and feed their family, not a fan. All point zero 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 one percent of humanity was really excited about the, locusts. The insect version of, of furries. They were all about it. <laughs> they gathered together once a year. Ugh. Imagine that orgy. No. Imagine it. I don't. Picture it. Stop staring in my imagine eyes. Imagine all those legs. Imagine. No. How many legs? I don't want that many legs. So many. I just want lots of butts. Anyway. <laughs> you get one butt per insect. Uh, no, that's like disappointing. Eight legs and so <laughs> many eyes. No, eight legs are arachnids and they are a whole other beast. Six then. Yeah. Maybe four. Better. Maybe two. Or Some are giant and they have antenna too. No, I just don't. Humping no. away. Okay. Imagine that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there were a lot of people who knew about locusts, but they weren't really afraid of them that badly because they knew, like, if a small attack happened, nobody was worried, right? Okay. A couple farms would be get hit, but they would get help from people and it would be fine. Right. But then, 1874 would come. Mm-hmm. A bit of extra information about 1874. Okay. The year before, there was an economic panic. Okay. And then the winter of 1873 through 74 was quite awful for the pioneers of the Great Plains. It was, like, really shitty. They're like, winter sucks, but this is way worse. (laughs) Winter's always bad, but we want to die now. (laughs) Yes. And then to top it off, the start of the big growing season was really dry. Basically, it became drought city. I see. We live in Los Angeles. We know all about that. I love a drought. What? Don't say that. What? No, I like it when it rains at night. Rain at night. Then I have given my days. I love it when it rains during the day. I need sunlight to not be sad. <laughs> That's why I moved here. <laughs> I have that depression. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> my therapist and I are working on it. That's good. It's great. I actually, we've done some good stuff lately. I'm very, very happy about <laughs> I'm it. excited for your working mental health. OCD. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Apparently not my ADD, though. Maybe not. Um. So, okay. not your SAD, for There's, sure. Wh- what? Seasonal effect oh, disorder? Oh, yeah, no, that's, yeah. well, that's chemical. There you it's go. on its way. Anyway, the point is, the crops basically had started growing in the spring, but they were really struggling, and they really needed rain, right? Okay. They're like, ah, water! Sure. Is this the hardest part of the story for you? Oh, no. Oh, okay. We haven't got there yet. I'm just saying the plants are suffering, so I yeah. can I can imagine your empathy with them. I, yes. Okay. I would go out and caress them and say... Get in my bosom, little baby. You'll be fine. Okay. Anyway, they need a lot of rain, right? Sure. But Mother Nature, being the saucy bitch that she is, kept the skies sunny until Mm -hmm. one day. When it rained. It got quite still, and the people started to notice that something was wrong. Okay. Susan Prophet, a Kansas pioneer, would write, quote, The grasses seemed to wither. And the cattle bunched up near the creek and the well, and no air seemed to stir the leaves on the trees. All nature seemed still. I'm terrified right now. Yeah? The locusts are coming, aren't they? The locusts would come! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So excited about this. You are. This is sick. Yeah. People are suffering. Well, not yet. Okay. Quote from HistoryNet.com. Quote, They looked like a giant white glistening cloud, for their wings caught the sunshine on them and made them look like a cloud of white vapor, one unsettled pioneer wrote. Unsettled. It seemed as if we were in a big snowstorm, recalled another, where the air was filled with enormous-sized flakes. But it was June. The swarm would be clocked in at 1,800 miles long. What? And 110 miles wide. No. I'm sorry. 
a swarm of locusts that was 1,800 miles long. And 110 miles wide. That's not possible. It is. You're an asshole. No. And that's terrifying. And are we kidding? No. 1,800 miles long. Yeah. <sighs> that's a lot of bugs. There's your wall, Trump. It, the, uh, the mass would cover, quote from the New York Times, quote, the combined area of Connecticut, Delaware, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Vermont. But on the flyover states. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in fact, this particular swarm is in the Guinness Book of World Records to this day for the, quote, greatest concentration of animals. Um, oh, okay, sure. And the numbers were estimated to be in the trillions. Wow. $12.5 to be exact. D of lo Where did they come from? Isn't that amazing? Why did they all get together that day? Uh, well, they all were born. That's they're, crazy. They're like, good morning, sunshine. The wow. earth says hello. And then we like, sparkle above you. <laughs> we kill you below. Yeah. So Lily Merricks, a young girl from Kansas, would be quoted saying that the swarm looked like a, quote, moving gray-green screen between the sun and earth. Terrifying, right? Yeah. This is like the best horror movie ever that nobody's ever made. Oh, the um, swarm. As they arrived at her farm, they would start to drop down, hitting everything around her and her house like a weird living rainstorm. No. They would gather at the sides of buildings and fences about a foot deep. No. A foot of bugs. I'm itchy now. Yeah. Oh, no. This is going to get bad. Yeah. How are you with bugs? I hate bugs, but okay. because I'm watching you squirm, I'm doing great. Fuck you. Yeah. Okay. I know everything that's coming. I had to sit you through do. this as I was doing the research. So. Yeah, kind of bit by bit. I have to hear it all at once. Yeah. Ah. And, <laughs> now, as I mentioned before, they had swarms and invasions before, right? Sure. But never like this. So how could this come to be? Well, that's my question, which I asked a moment ago. All right. Okay. It was because of the drought. Oh. The Rocky Mountain locusts were all like, we can be born and thrive, yas, bitch. Oh, but there were fewer plants for them to feed on where they were born. And they're like, go us. And so they all decided to get together and have like a raiding party. Yep. And they went from Chicago to El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you bring that up. How did locusts travel such great distances? I don't know. Well, well, they flew. Yes. Mm -hmm. And there's a low-level jet stream that flows through the center of the United States, and the theory is, is that they hijacked it and used it to fly. This sounds slightly worse than a United flight, <laughs> but yeah. only slightly. <laughs> Basically, the conditions were perfection for the locusts, okay. and they came, they saw, and they conquered. Eight whole farmhouses. When they first arrived, it was devastating for the first farms that were hit. Sure. Because they, were, they weren't prepared at all. Basically. I don't know how you prepare for that. So they would land all over everything and would start eating everything. Yeah. They didn't stop at the grass or the crops. They also ate the fruit off the trees. They then went on to eat leather, wood, a handle of a shovel, what? fences, sheep's wool, Fucking. paper, tree bark, laundry, and believe it or not, clothing off the back of humans. I believe it. Adelheit Vietz from Kansas would be quoted saying, quote, I was wearing a dress of white with a green stripe. <laughs> <laughs> they ate the stripe right out. The grasshoppers settled on me and ate up every bit of the green stripe in that oh. dress before anything could be done about it. Really? And it, like, fell off of her. Well, see, this is where we <laughs> really could have used some recycled plastic clothing, right? I know. Oh, man. So the first farmers to be hit with the swarm would scramble to first tie string around their pant legs to prevent the bugs from going up their pants. No! Oh! 
which is amazing, yeah. right? Yes. This is great, by the way, people That's at home. Like, Kevin stressing. is legit, like, squirming, and I never get to do this to him, so oh, I'm feeling Lord. great. Yes. Oh, I'm uh, really itchy. I know. It's great. Yeah. So, okay, after they covered up their pants, right, they yeah. solidified no bugs in the pants, they then uh, went to cover up their sources of water, like their wells, oh. because they're like, if we lose our water, we're sure. fucked. That's actually, the priorities are good there, too, because you cover the genitals, yeah, <laughs> and then you get to the drinking water and supplies. Save me balls! For sure. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think we can both agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, then after that, they turned to like, protect. What's your most precious resource, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my penis. It's to the penis. Yeah, maybe my butt is next. <laughs> uh, well, the pant leg thing gets both of those. It gets covered. both at once. Yeah. They then uh, turned to protect their food supplies. Sure, uh, <laughs> but only then. Only then. <laughs> Some of the women would throw blankets over the food, but the numbers of the locusts were too much for the blankets. And they would eat the blankets. They basically ate the blankets, sure. and then they ate the food. Locusts are like, no problem. Yeah. Thanks, like, for, the, thanks for the appetizer. Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. No. Ooh, high in fiber. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Ooh, high in uh This is, you vitamin. know, I mean, I, I, I'm sensing, we're just getting into this, but I'm sensing that a lot of this could have been saved by, like, just some real artificial clothing and, and uh, fibers. So uh, yeah. rayon would have really helped in this situation, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Exactly. What we really needed was polyester. In some of the cases, when the locusts landed on the farms, the farm would be stripped of their everything before noon. Fudge. So it would land in... Uh, what time did they arrive? Like a few hours earlier. Good Christ. Yeah. In other places, the swarm would linger for so long that the sun would be blocked out for over six hours. <sighs> yeah. Just staying there, swarming. And then doing just moving on. Thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Some of the locusts were unable to find food because it had already been eaten up by the others. Mm-hmm. So what they would do is turn on each other and they start, start eating to eat other, the locusts. Yeah, the other locusts. I was just going to say. Yeah. you you got to gorge yourself on the real full ones. Right. So it became an all-you-can-eat buffet, and no one's paying for it. Well, I think the farmers are paying for it. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know. so I, lo- like the, uh, I like the phrase, all you care to eat. All you care. <laughs> <laughs> the buffet. Because <laughs> all you can eat, that sounds like a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> are you a buffet guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, by the way, I've hacked the buffet. This, is, this might be a good time to talk about this. Do you know how to properly eat at a buffet? I'm a weird buffet person because of my allergies. Sure, you have allergies. So I tend to really load up the thing that I feel safe with mm. and stack it high. Well, here's here's the secret. All right, from a from from a lifetime in in food service. Are okay, you ready? Yeah. Walk the length of the buffet first. Okay. Don't start at the beginning with a plate like a rube. Okay. Okay. Walk through the line. Look at the buffet. Decide what you really want. Then get your goddamn plate and load up on those things. Okay, that's smart. Because they always put the cheap stuff at the beginning of a buffet and the expensive stuff at the end, so that you will already have your plate full by the time you get to the expensive stuff, and then you'll have less of that. Or but you can do what I do. Don't don't play by their rules, people. Are you ready for what I do? Sure. I fill up the plate. I go put it down on the table. I go back and get a second plate, and then I finish up the rest of the line. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can do that, I suppose. Why don't you just take two plates at once? Well, but then I look tragic mm. as I'm doing it. Mm. This way, nobody really knows until I'm Only at the at table. Only you're at the table. Yeah. And but then assuming you're assuming that you're going to be eating with people who already know you're tragic. 
So well, yeah, but I don't want the other people. The no, that's what I'm saying. It's better to have that at the table, like because right. you have both of the things, and people see your tragedy unfolding at the table. Right. They're like, oh yeah, that's just Jason. He's a tragedy. <laughs> but we already know him and love him. Next time on the bright side, rather than walking across the room with all those plates. The topic sure. is JTG. Yay! <laughs> Can't wait for that one. <laughs> <laughs> So, basically, they're eating each other up, right? Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is the best buffet, and now I'm going to eat your face. Nom, nom, nom. Yeah. When is, when is I'm the on dessert coming out? So, Laura Ingalls Wilder, a survivor of the locust, would write a book about it called On the Banks of Plum Creek. Really? In it, she would write, quote, you could hear... <laughs> 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 she, she would write, quote, you could hear the millions of jaws biting and chewing. Fuck. Yeah. People said it sounded like a fire, like a fireplace with all the snapping and crackling yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Which is mortifying. But across the whole state. <laughs> yeah, just relentless. Just, so, so Laura Ingalls Wilder, she wrote The Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that she was a part of this whole deal. I, I guess she lived through this, huh? Yeah, she survived it. She, that, you know what that means. She didn't own any green clothing. That's what that means. Well, we don't know that. <laughs> they, she may, she did, definitely didn't at the end of this. <laughs> so the grasshoppers weren't just awful like on the farms and in the fields and stuff. Mm-hmm. They were also awful inside the homes as well. Oh, they're terrible house guests? <laughs> sure. They come in, they're like, I'm sorry, I I should have told you in advance, I can't eat what you're serving tonight. Yeah. I'm allergic. He didn't take his shoes off, he sprinkles yeah. when he tinkles. Yeah. He's the worst. <laughs> he didn't wipe the seat. Mm-hmm. He uh, ate it. Ew. <laughs> well, he's a grasshopper. <laughs> Anyway. It's our fault for having cotton seats. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Laura Ingalls Wilder would also write, quote, Grasshoppers went into the house with them. Their clothes were full of grasshoppers. Some jumped into the hot stove where Mary was starting supper. Ma covered the food till they had chased and smashed every grasshopper. She swept them up and shoveled them into the stove. So she's basically like, like, yeah, she's like, if you're going to get in my house, then I'm going to burn you. That's how I am. I never go out of my way to kill an insect. In the world. Right. But if you're in my house, you die by my hand. Right. Yes. Wow. That's how it is. That's... For insects, not humans or puppies. Oh. <laughs> insects only. I was going to say, I've been in your house and I didn't die by your hand. I so... invited you. Okay. So That's good. You're fine. <laughs> I'm not a vampire. Well, you haven't died by my hand yet. Oh, that's weird. You probably never will. Oh, good. That's but you good. haven't yet. Okay. <laughs> So, basically, the grasshoppers invaded the homes, and they would eat all the food out of the residents' pantries. Mm-hmm. Anything that wasn't sealed up in a metal or a glass jar mm-hmm. was eaten. They're just like, yes, sure. it's food. Yeah. Get it. Live it. Eat it. Nom. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I-, I can't wait for the remix. Yeah. Because there were so many <laughs> locusts inside the house, the humans had to clean out their beds before bed every night. Otherwise, the locusts would be in there with them. <gasps> yeah. Okay. At, so, like, day three, you've got to be like, is this my life now? Do yeah. I just live in a cloud of, of, of locusts now? Yeah. So, oh, geez. people would claim that you were lucky if you didn't get woken up by them at night and needed to do another cleaning of your bed while you were sleeping. Can you imagine getting woken up by all these little crawling Yes, I things? can. Yes, I can. Let's move on. Why can you? I can imagine it. I don't... 
No, it's not something I've experienced. I can imagine it, and that is far enough. Oh, okay. I was like, did you put grasshoppers in your own bed growing why, up? Why would you jump to that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Even if I knew what having bugs in my bed was like, why would you think that I put them there? <laughs> what kind of serial killer weirdo do you think I am? <laughs> no, well, why would you do it to yourself? <laughs> That's what I'm asking. <laughs> I'm going to say, though, that if you ever end up on one of those, like, help, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here shows, they're going to do that to you. They're going to put grasshoppers in your bed. Is that a show? That was a show a while ago. What do you mean? These celebrities had to, like, live in the jungle and, like, survive in the jungle, and they would have to do terrible challenges. I've never heard of this. It was, like, called help, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Do better, culture. (laughs) Do better. All right, so... The first folks to be hit by the swarm would send warning and word to nearby farms and towns in hopes that they could help them in advance. They're sure. like, they're like, you guys, we're all fucked. Mm-hmm. They're they're eating all our food. <laughs> it's not so helpful, but I, I, I mean, <laughs> I would appreciate the kind of heads up. Sure. Hey guys, 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 we're fucked. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, good luck. Yeah. So basically, the people who knew that the locusts were coming were now preparing, mm-hmm. right? And they did everything they could think of to stop the locusts. They built giant bonfires to use the smoke to discourage the insects from coming onto their farms as uh, one tactic. Sounds like a good idea. However. Hmm. <laughs> the locusts ate the smoke. No. The locusts' numbers were so big that they basically fell into the fires and put them out. Put them out. And smothered them. They extinguished the fires with their little... Dead bodies. Grasshopper bodies. Allowing the brethren to move forward. You'd think locusts falling in and dying would, like, fuel this a fire. Way. Yeah, I would think so. But, but no, uh, in such numbers, it was just, like, just cut off fruit. the oxygen. Yeah. Yuck. So, that gives you an so idea. So now it's a fun many... smell, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to go with the sound and the eating. Ugh. <laughs> That didn't stop the farmers from trying other means to stop them, though. They're like, okay, so fire doesn't work. That's disappointing. Mm-hmm. So, But they created a machine called the Hopper Dozer, which was a device pulled by a horse, which would be covered in tar that would then catch the locusts. Okay. It really only got the ones who were on the ground, so okay. the millions in the air were completely unaffected. Well, yes. But it got some. Sure. Right? But once that was covered, which wouldn't take too long i expect then then it was now you have to pluck grasshoppers out of the tar right yeah or you just cover it with more tar oh put more tar on top yeah because you're not really worried about the grasshoppers experience yeah (laughs) (laughs) sure okay this spa is terrible i'm down with Uh it now (laughs) i wanted a mud bath not a tar bath (laughs) one star one Oh my god, can you imagine a fucking grasshopper yelping a, a farm that it, like, full-on raided, and then gave it a one star? The farmer would be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> the farmer would have to go on and explain himself. Thank you for your feedback. <laughs> I wasn't expecting so many guests. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, being in customer service sucks. Yeah. <laughs> The farmers also tried a new invention from J.A. King of Colorado. It was a horse-powered giant vacuum that sucked up the bugs. How is there a horse-powered vacuum? So it would the horse ran, and it, by the movement of the wheels, like, did stuff to suck stuff in. That's, I don't know. It was weird. Doesn't I was, sound like it would be too effective. Yeah. Well, in the it 1870s. only it only got the ones on the ground, and again, <laughs> due to the numbers of the bugs. <laughs> 
really need to start worrying about the ones in the air. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> I mean, the ones on the ground have landed on stuff, but they're not. The ones on the ground aren't the ones that are eating your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> so let's focus on the ones that haven't landed yet. They're eating my dress. They're eating my dress. <laughs> then they came up with a device that only picked up the dead ones that had put out the fire. <laughs> Well, the good news is ah, this ah, spot ah. of land's real clean. It's much cleaner now. The bad news is now the bugs are really coming. They did take your daughter. <laughs> I'll never forget you. <laughs> I'll always love you. <laughs> um, but the other fun thing is that the uh, the machine kept getting clogged up from the dead bodies. Sure. So it kept they kept having to like unload it, and yeah. then bugs would escape. Right. And, and then, then meanwhile, the locusts are eating the horses. <laughs> <laughs> The horse is like, this bitch, hook yeah. me up to this machine. Well, the, the locusts probably were eating, like, the leather on the reins and stuff while this was going on. So, oh, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. They're attacking the mechanism. So, can I give you some more uh, attempts of fun that they tried to do? Yeah, to give it to yeah, them? for sure. They tried using their shotguns on them. <laughs> there was a guy this week I heard about on a show who was arrested for trying to get dig his car out of the snow by shooting it. The snow. What? <laughs> he was shooting the snow with his gun, which I feel like would be as effective as this. What? Okay. What? Why? I don't know. I think alcohol was involved. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Give me back my car. <laughs> you damn snow. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so they tried to shoot things into the air. It didn't work out too well. They probably got one or two. They definitely got a few, but not like... Mm-hmm. As many as you would want, right? No. So then they tried... Uh, and then they went after it with tennis rackets. <laughs> they they tried stamping them and just stomping all over them. Yeah, okay. And that worked to an extent. More but again, the ones the shotgun, that, in the air are still not getting affected. No, no, probably not. <laughs> so then they decided batting them with a giant stick. There we go. And just swinging around and keep hitting things. And I'm like, well, if you just swing with a stick in a swarm, you're going to hit something. You'll hit some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we shouldn't laugh. These are desperate people. Oh, yeah. Oy. I mean, I'm laughing because... It's also funny. Yeah. Sure. So, they also... <laughs> it got so bad at one point that uh, they decided to pay children five cents a pound of dead locusts. And I just love the idea that they posted this like a... How- Warren Buffett got his start. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm going to be rich. Yeah. So <laughs> I can just imagine somebody in Omaha's great grandfather going like, a paper route, huh? <laughs> well, you think that's impressive? <laughs> Back in my day, you had to fight for your money. <laughs> so... I also love the idea that they, like, posted a wanted sign in the saloons for, like, the locust, and they were like, five cents a pound, and all the kids were like, bounties on, bitch. Also, They're, like, and, so excited. And I'm thinking, what are the kids doing in a saloon? <laughs> but, okay. I mean, it's the 1800s. Yeah, it was so different times. Different, different times. Time. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, living the dream. Mm-hmm. So, as I mentioned before, the locusts were kind of a nuisance everywhere, right? Well, Sure. And inside homes was not the only place other than the food, the farms, where they were a problem. Okay. They also affected trains. Okay. They would go and lay down on the tracks to get warm after a long day of eating. You're kidding. And uh, <laughs> and the trains would then run over them. Right. However... There would be, so, be so many that they could actually like impede the train? Because uh. there were so many of them, 
uh, a train was actually stopped from going up a hill because the oil from their dead bodies caused the train it, to come to a standstill. It was too slick. It was too slick. They couldn't... Oh, my God. Yeah. The locusts then covered the train. Then they ate the train. Trying to get into the train. Yeah. <laughs> the locusts were like, it worked! Yeah. <laughs> Your death was not in vain. Good God. There, it's like, I keep thinking of like World War Z, like those images from the trailer. Sure, yeah. When the, like, the dead bodies would like pile up on each other to yeah. get to, over the wall. And you're yeah. just like, no. It's a swarm mentality and like the yeah. good of the swarm. Yeah. Yeah. So the farmers would claim that the locusts, quote, ate everything except the mortgage. Oh, man. Yeah. That's However, a depressing statement. Yeah. Oof. However, there was one thing that the locusts didn't want to eat. Laura Ingalls Wilder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There were <laughs> two things the locusts didn't want to eat. Okay. Uh, and they, they ate the prairie. They left the little house. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, They didn't want to eat peas. Oh, okay. And all I could think about was like, all right, everybody, just plant nothing but peas for a few years. I'm thinking the locusts are fucking picky. Why, yeah. you know, jeez. Like, I'm sorry. I just ate watermelon, and you expect me to eat that pill? Mm-hmm. One star. So, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't eat peas. Yeah. They're picky. They're, That's strange. They, just, well, they, they don't, don't like they, peas. Feel it. It just seems so out of character, is yeah. the thing. I mean, they were eating leather. They're, They're eating, eating wood and sheep's wool and children <laughs> and <laughs> and your genitals. Yeah, but they won't eat peas. Exactly. Wow. And I'm like, eat your fucking vegetables. I know. Like, come on. They what did they just push them around? <laughs> <laughs> One pea at a time, because that's how big they are. It looked like they'd been eaten. <laughs> upon further inspection, <laughs> most of them were buried in the mashed potatoes. Yes. <laughs> So most people were really distraught about the locusts, right? Mm-hmm. However, not the pea farmers. <laughs> <laughs> one person, Charles Valentine Riley, Ooh. who was an entomologist. Oh, this is the guy. This is the one. <laughs> the one guy really thrilled about this. He was really excited about so the locusts. So excited, yeah. Not for what they were doing, right? But because of how good they would taste. You're kidding. He would write, "Quote: Boiled and afterwards stewed." With a few vegetables and a little butter, pepper, salt, and vinegar, made for an excellent fricassee. Oh, God. Right? Oh, so he was not an entomologist because he liked bugs. He was an entomologist because he hated them. Yeah. (laughs) And he wanted to kill as many as possible. His idea was basically like, we don't have to starve when the food is flying right at us. He's like the Hannibal Lecter of the bug world. (laughs) Like, I'm having an old friend for dinner. You put the lotion on the wings. (laughs) Amazing. So, quote from Wiki, quote, mm-hmm. The recipe sold, but some stated that they would soon as starve as eat these horrible creatures. Isn't that funny? Because now, bugs are the, like, protein of the future again. Right. But so, back then, man. fuck that shit. Just open your minds, prairie people. Right. Come on. <laughs> prairie people? Yeah. Come on, prairie people. So, this week, I had an Impossible Burger. <gasps> For the did first you time. love it? I did. It was I couldn't so tell. Good. You had one. I've loved the Impossible Burger. Holy crap! And um, the Beyond Beef Burger is really good too. And next, I want to try a cricket burger. I have to actually get tested to see if I can eat cricket, because fun fact: cockroaches are in the same family as shellfish. So I'm oh. worried that crickets might be in the same family as shellfish, and I don't want to die. My God. Well, I hope you don't die. 
Yeah, I want to. But I, I hope you can eat a cricket burger because it's all that'll be available in the future. I don't think that that's true. Well, we'll just well, have to wait and see. I'll wait. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I'm going to ask my allergist about crickets, you do. and if I can, then we will share a cricket burger. Don't forget to take your fucking smoked salmon with you. Okay. When you go ask your allergist, okay. I notice you still haven't eaten it. No, because I'm saving it for a day in which. I I know I can eat it and not die. Yeah. Got it. So. Anyway, what's what's happening? <laughs> so prairie people so are being picky. Grasshoppers right? now. So grasshoppers won't eat peas. Prairie people won't eat grasshoppers. Jeez. Everybody's just being a picky little bastard. No kidding. It's it's like the reverse food chain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is all the shit we won't eat. Yeah. <laughs> The fact that the people wouldn't eat the grasshoppers, though, didn't mm-hmm. stop the pigs and the birds both domesticated and not domesticated from, like, going wild as fuck. Sure. Feasting They're a on these picky. locusts. They're yeah. like, yes, food. I, I'm, I, I'm, I won't eat the peas either, but these grasshoppers, I'm going to fucking feast on this. Yeah. The grasshoppers are like, oh, I'm so full and I can't move. Why are you eating me? Yeah, sure. The pigs are like in, uh, forgive the phrase, hog heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so the animals are like, fuck yeah, it's a buffet at the buffet. Sure. The pig's like, I've always wanted to eat leather. I've never been able to. And so now this is kind of like like a backdoor. Yeah. <laughs> if you eat the thing that ate the thing that you really wanted to eat, then you've eaten the thing. It's kind of like, by the law of transition, you've kind of eaten the thing. Exactly. Right. And all the humans are like, stop having unauthorized buffets. Yeah. Yeah. They can't handle it. No. So, there was a problem with all the animals eating the grasshoppers, though. What is it? The problem was is that they gorged themselves into a bloated state where then the animals could not be eaten. <gasps> really? They got so fat that it fucked up their bodies. Really? That the people couldn't eat them anymore. Oh. Right. Well, then, that's ter- That's really bad, because then you've got a pig or whatever that's, that's only bred really... for this, and you can't even use it for that? Yes. Oy. So what do you do? You have to now you have a pet you didn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Porky. Jeez. <laughs> you get to live. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing for you to eat. Like, what but do you have to do? Walk it now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so before you knew it, the swarm had come and gone. Uh-huh. And it had vanished. Just like a swarm. Yeah. Oh. Just like a fuckboy. He said he loved me and yeah. then he was gone. <laughs> But they left their fingerprints all over the crime scene. They have fingers? Yeah. (laughs) So this particular swarm caused about $200 million in damages at that time from the loss of crops and supplies. So that's a lot of money. Yeah. And if that wasn't enough, they also left behind an epic amount of shit. (gasps) Really? Literal shit. Really? Uh, You just don't think of them really doing that, but then... In those numbers, of course, they would. Yeah, and basically they left along with the actual shit with the smell of their shit because there was that much of it. So So they've got the sound and the smell of their burning bodies and the smell of their shit and their rotting corpses. Yes. Fun. Uh, So the amount of shit that the bugs left also contaminated all the ponds, lakes, and rivers to the point where the water was no longer drinkable for any living creature. God, man. (laughs) This is... You are way too happy about this. People are going to die. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's what they do when they come on our show. Well, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's part of the show. Yeah. We will find the bright side uh, when we're good and done. Yeah. We didn't know we were invited. <laughs> <laughs> so because of this devastation, the government concluded that only one in ten 
people had enough food and supplies to survive the coming winter. Holy fuck. Which is bad. Yeah. As a result, many of the people who had settled the land in hopes of a new life and dreams fled back to the east where they could stay with friends and family and get back on their feet again. These were the lucky ones, I'm assuming? Right. Mm. Kansas would lose about one-third of its population, and the people heading west would drop down by 20%. So the people who were heading out to to Homestead... Right. Like, there were some people who were like, I can't wait to say what now? Uh I can't wait to go back to Boston. Yeah. (laughs) So, new plan, family. Yeah. We're staying here. I think New Englanders is what we're going to be. So, there were a ton of people who couldn't leave, however, Mm. for many reasons. One big reason Mm. was death. The grasshoppers had eaten their wagons. Yeah. (laughs) And their shoes. And their horses. And their legs. Yeah. So one I'm be- not going back to Connecticut with no penis. Yeah. <laughs> what, is it, what am I going to do? Just stand there penisless? <laughs> no one- <laughs> what do you expect of me? <laughs> Everything I loved is gone. <laughs> My penis. Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> so a big reason was debt. So they couldn't afford to go because they owed money and stuff. Mm-hmm. Other people didn't want to leave, though, because they'd already buried family members on their plot of land, and they didn't want to leave them behind. They are like, emotionally attached to the land. Wow. And I get it, but there's also a part of me that's like, your family that's dead would want you to live. Mm. Escape. I don't know. You don't know, Grandma. Maybe she was really vindictive. Well, then she can fuck right off. Uh, okay, it she's says you, but I mean, my her. God. That's why you have kids, to live immortal, because your genes no, are passed that's on. That's absolutely not true. You have kids so that they'll take care of you when you're old well, and cranky. Kansas Grandma's dead, and it's time to move on. <laughs> <laughs> two types of people in the world. <laughs> so many of the people who stayed behind turned to the government for help or to family and friends. And a few of them were able to mortgage their lands mm-hmm. to get money to get back on their feet and stuff. But there were a lot of people who ended up not surviving this whole ordeal. Quote from the St. Louis Republican. Quote, <laughs> you can't take my guns. <laughs> That was from 2019. What'd they say in 1874? (laughs) How am I supposed to shoot these grasshoppers? (laughs) They they said, quote, We have seen within the past week families which had not a meal of victuals in their house. Families that had nothing to eat save what their neighbors gave them. And what game could be caught in a trap since last fall? In one case, a family of six died within six days of each other from the want of food to keep body and soul together. The reporters that were going around were seeing like, crosses with like starved to death painted on it whoa like that's how bleak things were getting right and i'm like these poor fucks get hit with the locust and then the dust bowl it's like don't live in the middle of the country (laughs) it's not good for you (laughs) they got tornadoes and shit they do just let it go i know come out to california where all you have to worry about is the big one (laughs) and drought and riots and fires it's still better than a fucking plague of locusts. Hey, you know what? And Six blizzards and flooding. <laughs> so a ton of people turned to hunting animals to make ends meet. In fact, a ton of them turned to hunting buffalo, specifically to sell their bones. The buffalo bones would fetch $8 a ton. Really? Yeah. That doesn't seem like a lot, but all right. I mean, back then, $8 is a lot of money. A ton of bones is a lot of bones. It's like two buffalo. Oh, oh, wait. A ton of what? A ton of bones or a ton of buffalo? 
a ton of bones. Well, that's buffalo little, bones. You gotta kill a lot of buffalo to get a ton of buffalo bones. Okay, but then you I'm have saying. to eat the buffalo, and meat. then you have to skin them well, and like take the bones out. Yeah, but you it's eat a lot them. of work for eight dollars. Okay, is all I'm saying. But back then, you know, you had to like fuck yourself with your fist to get anything. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's a fact. You can quote me on that. <laughs> oh, I'll quote you. <laughs> I don't have to quote you. You just quote it yourself. <laughs> so, uh, one thing that the government did do to help with all the people fleeing their homesteads, basically ruining their Homestead Act, was to allow for people to apply for a leave of absence to find other work and to get back on their feet. They just needed two witnesses to agree that the crops were destroyed by the locusts. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah. And there was, there really was a big fear with all the people fleeing and such that come 1875, a whole new batch of locusts were going to rise up sure. and destroy what little was left. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, all these people are leaving. We're going to have another swarm. Holy fuck. It's going to go further east. And then yeah. all of our east town stuff is going to get destroyed. Right. Like, they've come to Maine before. Sure. What's to stop them again? All well, right. that would be a real. That would be my fear. It's like, like, it's just why would I rebuild if this is what's going to happen next year and the next year and the next year? And they weren't wrong. Oh God, really? So they had. So had... wait, wait. What's the end of? Is Indiana still there or no? Like right now, <laughs> or no? <laughs> we will get there. It was eaten, right? I'm assuming Montana is gone. Right? Yeah. It's okay. just a cesspool. Okay. So when the swarm hit. They did eat a lot, but they also fucked a lot and laid a lot of babies. Oh, no. Sure enough. In God, the... that was a, it was a bucking off for these <laughs> locusts. <laughs> They're wow. like, ooh, hey, girl. Yeah. Ooh, hey. Literally. And then. then... <laughs> <laughs> ooh, girl, hey. <laughs> we can eat that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, girl, food. Hey, girl, dick. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> we can eat that, too. Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. So, that's such a weird thing to say to someone when you're doing that. Uh, yeah, no, don't ever do that. It's just a good thing you're already married. <laughs> so, sure enough, in the spring of 1875, trillions of nymphs rose up out of the ground ready to cause pain and destruction. Okay, there's an introduction of a new word here. Nymphs? Yep. So, either pixies from the forest... <laughs> Rose from the ground, or a nymph is what they call a baby grasshopper? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's a good name for a horrible, horrible little thing. Oh, yeah. So all the farmers that are left are like, no, because they're like swarming on the ground and getting big. But thankfully, a fluke snowstorm came and killed them all. Ah. The farmers were able to plant new crops, and this year was much better for them. Well, yeah, because the soil was actually probably way more nutritious now. <laughs> Lots of uh, nutrients, yeah. Yeah. All, all that, that leather. And, well, no, all the all the dead locusts and, and, the and all their poop and, and yeah. everything. So, it's nutrient-rich. There were a couple of states that had some swarmage in 1875. Right. but like The ones that didn't have snow, like yeah. Texas or whatever. But the states came up with battle plans for fighting the locusts in the future. It was mostly shotguns. <laughs> <laughs> and fireworks. Yeah. Nebraska passed a law in 1877 where every person between the age of 16 and 60 had to go out and kill locusts for two days or they would be fined $10. Huh. So, like, for two days a year, you got to go out and just kill locusts. Even conscientious objectors? Even conscientious objectors. Wow. 
Other states adopted cash incentives as opposed to punishment penalty things. This would be the California way to go. Yep, such as, quote from Wiki, quote, Missouri offered a bounty of $1 a bushel for locusts collected in March, 50 cents a bushel in April, 25 cents in May, and 10 cents in June. Huh. So the idea is you want to kill them early to stop them from getting big and making more babies and all like that it. stuff. I like it. So this would very effective, and the practice along with the new settlers affecting their native breeding grounds actually caused the Rocky Mountain locusts to go extinct. Oh, I guess we were a little too good at this. <laughs> so no one knows for sure how they went completely extinct, but so, that's the main theory. Really? It went extinct? They went extinct. There's not, they're not, now there's just basic boring grasshoppers now. There's, there's some grasshoppers on the East Coast. There's yeah. grasshoppers everywhere, but the, the yeah. basic big ones that swarmed, they've stopped being well, together. I'm, I'm not too sad about it, given, well, if they had eaten Missouri, would we care? That's more of a thought I have, experiment. <laughs> I have some people who live there who I want them to get out first, yeah. but then I'd be okay. Well, they could get out. Yeah. But if, if the whole middle part was just eaten away yeah. by locusts, would I actually be that sad about it? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly. So the other theory is that they had a lot of rainy years in a row, and they needed dry soil to reproduce, and they couldn't make babies. Mm. So they're like, I keep trying to stick my egg in the ground, and it pops back out. Sad. It's terrible. However, no one knows for sure, but there are some scientists out there trying to figure out what exactly happened and if they might still be out there lying in wait for their next big move. Oh, God. And they're kind of hopeful that they'll find them. What? And I'm like, do you want us to all starve and die? Well, I think that now that we have, like, Walmarts, that will be okay. And Rayon, let, let them try it now. Let them try it now. Do you and know, they, they can come after my recycled shoes. Do you know what makes the food in Walmart? Yeah, Chinese people. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. What is the bright side? Hey! All right. Walmart is now decimating the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> it's moved on from the locusts. Yeah. So first... The government helped all the people who were affected by this tragedy. Yeah. So well, most of them. They, they, I mean, the people who they lived. They tried. They basically were like, we'll give you a... Yeah. A, a leave of absence. Yeah, you can a leave do of that. absence. So, and they provided, like, new seeds and clothing and food for people who stayed. So the government was responsive to the national tragedy. Right. Which actually w was a national emergency. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so, they, uh, so how, just tell me, how did the wall work? Against the locusts. How did it work? The wall? Yeah, the wall that they obviously built, because that's how you solve problems. So the locusts fly. Uh-huh, yeah. So sure. they can so. fly over a wall. Yeah, still, though, it's a really high wall, though. It's high. It's a high wall. Yeah, they're going to climb over the wall. Yeah. It, it's really high, though. There's barbed wire on top. They will... They're going to be okay. I'm not sure about your science, but all right. <laughs> all right, just move on. We can move on. So the farmers also learned how to plant different types of crops to help them cut the food supplies <laughs> yeah. to the invaders. Yeah, the pea crop the next year. <laughs> <laughs> the bumper crop. <laughs> well, there was that. Oh, this happened in 1874, right? That's right. In the 1875 to 1880, Americans only ate peas. I remember that. <laughs> but they did. They planted a winter wheat, 
which reached uh, peak maturity and perfection in the early summer, ah. which allowed them to harvest it earlier, and so the locusts couldn't get to it. Oh. And I'm like, the locusts went inside buildings. Just because you cut it down early doesn't mean they're not going to find it. That's, that's a good, like, you have a good point. <laughs> By then, we baked it into bread. Yeah. And, and they, they can get, eat that, eat too. Bread. Yeah. yeah. See, um, again, another tragedy that could have been present, prevented by saran wrap. Yeah. <laughs> saran wrap was the answer. So the locust swarms also did die out when they died out. See, so even though plastic extinct, gets a lot of bad rap. <laughs> but imagine how many pests it's kept out of our food and things. Plastic? At this point, yes, plastic. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, if, you, and, and, if you can reuse plastic, you should. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. If we'd had plastic back then, this never would have happened. Well. I'm just kidding. I'm going to cut all that out. Where were you before? <laughs> uh, but basically, the, lo- the, the locust swarms died out when they died out. Which is, like, there's a little bit of sadness that, like, an animal went extinct. But Yeah, but it was a locust, so not much. Yeah, and, and this really did, by them going extinct, they saved the lives of humans and animals. Mm-hmm. Because all the local animals that were wild, they starved and yeah. got decimated in that plague Well, they as well. ate really well, and then they starved. Yeah. If they're causing that much destruction that people are dying, then maybe it's for the best. Sure. So. Yeah. It obviously didn't topple the ecosystem. No. As we far as I know. still have Indiana, so. Mm-hmm. Phew. Well, <laughs> I guess that's the Until the side. Dust Bowl. We yeah. have it. <laughs> well, it gave us Mayor Pete. Oh. He's from Indiana. Yeah. I forgot that. You looked so shocked. I just didn't see the line. I didn't see the through line, but now I do. <laughs> He's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I love it. So our bright sides this week are that the government actually responded to the needs of its citizenry. Which is something that stopped doing lately. Mm-hmm. But and it that, used to. But we used to be able to. Uh, and that the uh, humans learned how to adapt to the environment that they were in. Right. And uh, plant things that were more useful or more, like, adaptive to that environment. And I'm assuming there's also a lot of people who learned to not wear green during uh, the summer. Sure. St. Patrick's Day was a definite, like, it was a, it was tamped down in 1875 for sure. It, oh, was, it was a subdued celebration. That would have been, like, the best celebration ever. Why? Because, like, and everybody's naked. <laughs> Kiss me. Awesome. But yeah, but you can't even wear the shirt that says, kiss me, I'm naked in Irish. Because <laughs> they would have eaten the shirt. Paint it on yourself. With <laughs> you can paint it. Blood That's of true. the dead grasshoppers. Holy fuck, that got <laughs> dark. Cool. I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for bringing this to my attention. I have got to go take a fucking shower now. Yeah. But I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, everybody, for listening again this week. Keep rating and reviewing, please. We love you. Yay, we love you. Tell your friends and family. Yes. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. I don't know what it is, Phyllis. I just don't care for peas. <laughs> Was that a locust? Yeah. <laughs> Talking to another locust named Phyllis? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> we hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at BrightsideKNJ, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.TheBrightSideWithKevinAndJason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the Bright, bright Side! side.